Welcome to the Ask Amanda Show, where we solve everyday problems for the small business owner. Get nuggets of inspiration, access to experts, and answers to those burning questions preventing you from growth. Here's your host, Amanda Benson-Tilch. Welcome to the Ask Amanda Show. This is the very first episode. This beautiful lady sitting next to me is Jackie McDougall. She is my first guest. And there is um, a tie-in here, and let me tell you why. (laughs) Jackie McDougall is a podcast coach, consultant, and producer. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you a little bit more about her, but she's the reason why we're starting the show today. As a broadcast professional for over two decades, Jackie has been the driving creative force for major projects for Disney, NBC, and Warner Brothers. She has served as the go-to person to help A-list talent, experts, and others establish a unique voice and build a community. Mm -hmm. As a podcast coach and consultant, Jackie has been leading experts, entrepreneurs, and authors in launching and growing their podcast. She has helped me, and now she can help you find your voice and share it with the world. Jackie, I'm thrilled to have you here today. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. You're welcome. (laughs) Before we dive in Mm -hmm. to all these things, Mm -hmm. we have to hear from our sponsors because without them, it wouldn't be possible to be here. But when we come back, we are going to be talking about all things podcast, Mm -hmm. but determining your ideal listener, building a communicate, building a community, mm-hmm. sponsorships, and the importance of consistency. So when we get back, we're gonna dive in. Great. As business owners and professionals, you have so much on your plate. You never stop to think about your headshots, marketing video, or personal branding until you need it now. Then you're scrambling to figure out what to wear, how to match your brand, what to say, how to reach your target audience, and how to use your visuals in a way that actually makes an impact in your marketing. You quickly realize you don't have any of the answers because you're not supposed to. You're not a professional marketer, model, or TV personality. You're an executive who needs efficiency, superior quality, and a little direction. You also wanna feel good when you step in front of the camera and maybe even have a little bit of fun too. Hi. This is Brian and Lindsay Schlick with Schlickart Photography and Video. We provide professional headshots, marketing photography, business videos, video subscriptions, and more to help you market your business with compelling visuals and a streamlined experience. We guide you through the process every step of the way so you can feel your best on camera and make the biggest impact in your marketing. Visit schlickart.com to see how we can help you take your brand to the next level and look good while doing it. Welcome back. So Jackie, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Amanda. Are you excited? I'm so excited. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Well, (laughs) that makes me feel really good because you're the real reason why that I was able to get this far. So, and we're going to talk about that. Um, I want to just talk about how we met. And, okay. a, and then a little bit more about your experience and what drove us kind of to be here today. Okay, perfect. That's my first guest. <laughs> um, but we connected through, I think your group first, but through a mutual friend, yes, right? Yes, And we went and had coffee together, mm-hmm. which is ironic. We're yes. sitting here with our coffee cups. But, um, and we had, I felt like we could have sat there all day talking to each other at that coffee Oh my meeting. gosh, yes. We had to <laughs> cut it short because we would have just spoken for all, yeah. all day. But that's where I learned a little bit more about your group that you have, mm-hmm. um, your Facebook group called 40 Thrive, yes. and also just um, a little bit more about who you are and what you do, mm-hmm. and kind of like the, the driving force, which is your podcast course, is one of the things yes. really on your list. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about, or tell our audience a little bit more about kind of who you are. Give me your like 
I don't know, tips and tricks of just who Jackie is. Oh my goodness. So career-wise, I have a long, as you said, a long history in television. And so yeah. I love entertainment and um, just everything that goes with media and video and audio especially. Um, but as a human being, I'm someone who's been through a lot of experiences, like many women, right? Mm -hmm. And But a lot of unique experiences. So I'm often that person that someone will reach out to. I have a friend who, and then fill in the right, blank. Right. And so you, you're the same way. Right. And I think yeah, that's why that's, when we first started talking, it yeah. was like kindred spirits. Yeah. Um, and so I decided to create that, that Facebook group, 40 Thrive, is really taking my experience and being a leader, not a, an expert, not a life coach, not you know any of mm -hmm. those buzzwords that are out there on Instagram, but just a leader in that we've been through a lot of things. Mm -hmm. It's for women over 40 and supporting each other and helping to lift each other up so we can move into the next phase of our lives yeah. more empowered than ever. One of the things that I love that you said is, um, and I think you actually have a podcast episode about this, mm -hmm. is because Jackie does have her own podcast, which you should all check out. We'll talk <laughs> about where in a minute. But was that women mm -hmm. over 40 just have a little bit more experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do all these crazy things, right? We, we set these goals in our 20s and 30s and yeah. we're like pushing forward. And then many women get to their 40s and 50s and beyond, and they're like, oh, well, I'm too old. It's like, no, right. are you kidding? It's because of all those experiences you've had. Yeah. And also many women, if you've had kids or not, you may have fewer responsibilities outside of work and yeah. going for your goals and all of that. And so it's it's the perfect time, really. It is, to, and I think that you're, that. In, that, in that time frame of growth from your 20s to your 40s, those goals change. Yes. I mean, God knows they have for me. I think I've just, tell, my, my son is about to turn 20, and I was telling him like, I'm on like my seventh career. Like don't don't be so concerned about right. what you're doing right now. Let's focus on it right. and get you somewhere, but it's not the end all, right? right? And I think But we grew up that way. We did. We grew up where it was like you I always Pick say like, something. like the Flintstones, right? Where you slide down the dinosaur at the end of the day. And <laughs> That's a little dated out. But but you know, like pick something yeah. and do it for 40 years, get your pension or whatever it is, yeah. your retirement and then retire. And yeah. that's not how life works anymore. No, it's not. Well, so talk to me a little bit about how you decided to build your own podcast mm -hmm. and then become a podcast coach. And I mean, what kind of drove you to have your own and then coach and teach others? Yeah, well, podcasting sort of came out, or at least I discovered it back in like, I would say 2008-ish, okay. maybe 2007. And You I, were still in the workforce. I was in the workforce. I was actually launching a website for Warner Brothers. Okay. Um, they had I had worked for them in TV, and they were launching a parenting site. And so I was the founding editor. I had never worked in digital or any of that ever before. Wow. And they're like, would you lead up our website? I'm like, oh, okay. You know, that's, <laughs> that's another tip, right? Say yeah. yes and then figure yeah, it out. Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> and so when I was doing that, I thought, oh, we should launch a podcast to go along with this website so we can, you know, really just be in parents' ears and, and right. you know, give them a place to go and a another community. Medium. And another yes, medium yes. to hear your message. And yeah. at the time, um, the people of, the fine people at Warner Brothers were like, who's gonna listen to a podcast? <laughs> like, no, we did a couple of practice episodes, yeah. but it never um, came in, you know, it never became anything. Yeah. And so I thought, you know, I really wanna do one myself. And so Kim Goldman, who's also yes. from Santa Clarita, yes. um, she ran the Youth Project, but she and I did a podcast for about six years called Broadscast. It I was, love, say it yeah, again, the name Broadscast. of it. Broadscast. It's so cute. I love the clever names that people come up with in yeah. the podcast. I usually come up with my names when I say something wrong. Like I'll, right. it's a slip up and then I'm like, oh, that's oh, the name. That's the name. <laughs> 
That so, works. Yeah, so that worked. So we did that and we did, you know, current events and pop culture and mm -hmm. I loved it so much. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, that came to the end, came to an end, um, maybe 2017. Um, and then I just started 40 Thrive, okay. uh, not, not soon after. And that's one of the things I want to get into too is yes. like, I was terrified to do a podcast by myself. Okay. It was okay. so much easier to do it with a co-host. Right. And right. so when I went to do 40 Thrive, I was so scared that it took me an, a year to actually really? launch it. Yes. So, but when you were doing it with Kim, were you doing it as, were you interviewing other people or you just the two of you were talking? We interviewed other people. Well, we did that too, but okay. we interviewed other people. Okay. Um, and that, it was really fun and we did, we did some radio stations around the country too and, yeah. and we just kind of, but it was a lot of fun, but it was really a passion project more than a business. Yeah. Okay. Um, that makes sense. And I knew I wanted to do something I that was like more of a business. I feel like that's the message I want to get across today too, because for me anyway, with what I do with mm -hmm. consulting with clients is... I feel like it. My passion project has turned into my business, right? And I think that's what podcasting can be for a lot of you know people yes. as yes. well. Um, so I want to touch base on that too. How, how you turned it into a business, but right? Let's pot, let's not jump in there yet okay. a okay. little bit. But um, <laughs> I do think that the the reason why you and I connected mm -hmm. was because I do think this is important to share with other people as well. Is that I wasn't really searching for a podcast, so. Of, of doing it. It was other people telling me that I should do it. Right. It, was that kind of happening to you after you and Kim started? Like, because what was the transition for you to get to your own podcast? Yeah. Well, you know, I started booking because I did a lot of the booking on broadcast okay. and I started booking more personal development people and authors and things that would help me better myself. Okay. And Kim, Why not? Kim was like, what are you doing? Because that's not what our show was. Right. And I'm right. like, I don't know. I just want to be a better person. And yeah. so um, once that once we sort of were, were finished with our project together, I thought, well, now I'm going to do this. Like, this is going to be my thing, yeah. personal development and just... Um, and then is that where you formed the 40 Thrive Facebook group? Yes. Or that group? Yes. from that? Yes. I formed the group first. Okay. Um, and I, I did the group, you know, and I built the group for, like I said, a year before I even launched the podcast. Okay. Right. Let's talk a little bit about that. Okay. Let's just grow that for one second. Yes. Because when you are building out your your podcast, and mm -hmm. we, I went through this in the course with mm -hmm. you, which Jackie has this fantastic course, we will give you more information about in a little bit. But part of that was building a community. Yes. So so when you transitioned from your podcast with Kim mm -hmm. um, about pop culture and whatever, and you decided yes. more you know personal development. Yes. You just, you started to build this forty through forty thrive group, which is women over forty mm -hmm. on Facebook. Right. Okay, and that was your primary like community of it? Yes. Okay. Yes. And um, what was your goal with that? Was, was your goal with that to build the community so that then you could give them a podcast to listen to or? Yeah. Because you, you know, also had a conference and like I know there's other things in mind there. Right. But well, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you and yeah. this is why I teach what I teach. I had no strategy. <laughs> I love it. I, That's all right. I was flying by the seat of my pants. Okay. I knew the people I wanted to be around. Mm -hmm. um, they were my people. Okay. And, and they were people that I felt like I could be myself with. So you had no strategy with the group? Is that what you mean? Yeah, just okay. with, with the brand at all. Okay. I knew I had been working with experts for a million years right. in television. And it's so funny because I would work with these experts and they'd be on the TV show that I was working on. Yeah. And I'd become friends with them. Right. You know, behind the scenes because I was doing digital or whatever. Yeah. And I would see them and they'd be on TV and they'd be, you know, you think that they go home to their mansions and their, you know, millions of dollars. Right. And they don't. There are a lot of people out there who have an expertise who are not putting themselves out there in a regular way. And so when mm. you're on television, and this is what I would notice, they were on TV and then they would get all these eyeballs on them 
and then they didn't have anything to follow up with these audience. Yeah, they fell audience. flat. Right, yeah, right. and so um, it was really important to me to be able to create things like events okay. and give them get these experts in front of this audience mm -hmm. of women over 40 who could appreciate them and who would buy their books and, yeah. and go to their conferences and Cause all as, of that. Because as you were growing and changing by listening to these experts or following these experts, you wanted the community to as well. And yes. so that was your platform to yeah. share. Yeah. But it was, but it was two-sided. It was, I wanted to provide mm -hmm. the community with some real value, right. but I also wanted to help these experts because yeah. my background in branding and marketing and, and entertainment, yeah. I saw that they weren't necessarily putting themselves out there in a way that would but frankly, earn them more revenue. Right, right. Which is like, you just can't help that, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Even exactly. if that wasn't your strategy, because you mentioned you didn't really have a strategy, yeah. it naturally became one because right. deep down, that's who you are. Right. And you want to help them with their branding. And so that's kind of where you developed like this coaching side of yeah so of your I, brand I exactly guess. Yeah. and so i was building this audience this this community you know there's about three thousand women over 40 at this point mm -hmm. and then i was friendly and and working with some of these experts and authors and people who are doing these one-off tv shows right. and i thought well how can i help them and serve the community at the same right. time and maybe have a business yeah right yeah. at the same time exactly do something with it exactly yeah. okay so then that's what so sort that's of led when, you to the podcast. Right. And I just, you know, people would call me about podcasting and ask mm -hmm. me questions. And I thought, well, I, I started a group. And that's another point that I always make. Like, I started a group before I was ready. I didn't put it all in, like, now you can go DIY yeah. step by step like you did. Right. But I didn't put that that system together, together for, like, two years. Because it was really, really important to me to have real-time people going through it. And really figuring out what's stopping them, yeah. where's the struggle. And then you built the course. And the then course. I built the course. Interesting. So what Jackie's talking about is she's got this great course called Find Your Voice Academy. Mm -hmm. And um, over summer, I guess it was, a few months back, you offered it for free mm -hmm. on Facebook in the 40 Thrive group. Mm -hmm. And because I've been told so many times to like, you know, you should start your own podcast. Oh, it's like, can I just do one more thing? I signed up for it and I did it. And it was, I thought it was great. It was like right. 10, you, you five days. You signed what up for um, Start the Right Podcast. Okay. Which was, is the free mini course that I have. Okay. Because of that. Because yeah. people think I'm going to start a podcast and they go out and spend a bunch of money on equipment yeah. they don't need. Right. And or you, the topic is wrong. Because I'll tell you, yes. to be honest, I had three other people tell me that they want to start a podcast with me. We should do one. It'd be so much fun. And, yes. I'm, and I'm saying like, yes, but then I'm not really sure like that's what I want to do. Like, right. yes, it would be fun. But like, what is that? with the brand of Ask Amanda, like my consulting brand. So mm -hmm. I'm glad I went through your course because it really helped me dial in what we want this to be, what right. I want this show to be. Right. And for me, I really wanted more video than I wanted more audio, but I want but I want it to be stripped down to audio and stripped down to um, be a blog, like right. the written format. Yep. So, um, but that course really got me dialed into a couple other topics that I want to go get into a little bit further. But so, so you're saying that you built out the whole course after you started helping clients. Yes, I had I had groups I of many uh, between five and ten women. I never go more than ten women at a time in a group. Okay, um, and so I you would, could give a little bit more one-on-one -on -one time yes. of personal attention. To I'm you. a big okay. fan because I'm one of my superpowers is accountability. Okay, and so if I don't know what you're struggling with, how can I hold you accountable? Right, and so if you come into my group and you say. Uh, I'm really struggling with A, B, and C. The next week, I'm like, how's A, B, and C? Or yeah. I might text you, or I might yeah. boxer you, or might something right, just right. to kind of like, no, you're not by yourself. Because as you know, putting yourself out there, audio, video, any of it, it's really scary. Yeah, And yeah. so 
or fun. Well, <laughs> but no, I it's know it's super mean. fun. I know, what but you when mean. you're getting started, it's yeah. really it can be really scary. You and that's make sure what you have stops the right, people. Yeah, you want to make sure you have the right message, mm -hmm. which is really what. So when you started asking those questions, you started to really dial in and, and come up with the course. Yeah, and I realized that you know a lot of women, especially, will come to me and say, "It's I don't know which mic it, to use, and I don't mm -hmm. know, you know, that's what they they say is stopping them is the technology, yeah. but it's never the technology." Yeah. Well, before we jump into this mm -hmm. even further, because mm -hmm. I have so many more things that I want to share with the audience mm -hmm. that um, helped me get here that I know you'll be great at, um, I want to, we're going to jump to a sponsor, great. but before we do that, I want to talk to you a little bit about one of my favorite um, items that I have here to share, um, which is my, and this is just a great, one of my friends, Michelle, does, Michelle Castro does Rodin and Fields, and this is not a Rodin and Fields pitch, because I have to tell you about this Mm -hmm. um, Lash Boost, which I don't know. I've been using this on and off for three and a half years. And um, Lash Boost is a nightly conditioning serum that gives the appearance of fuller, longer, darking, darker lashes. Which for me, I have blonde eyelashes and you can't tell anything about them that I even have them. <laughs> um, I even went to Lash Extensions for a little bit and this helped me kind of repair the aftermath because I became highly allergic. So I just want to mm -hmm. give a shout out to the Lash Boost because again, they're one of our sponsors. And if you want to try this product, she is offering 10% um, off any Lash Boost purpose, uh, um, purchase, and all her information is going to be in my show notes. So you can have all the information if you just like look down in the show notes um, or in the text, but it's Michelle Castro with Lash Boost. So when we get back, we're going to be diving in a little bit more about your course and how you can help people, and we're going to be giving some tips, like takeaways on podcasts. Great, and I'm going to steal that during the break. Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> if you're a business owner or entrepreneur, then you know how to hustle. You show up every day, you put in the work, and you dedicate yourself day in and day out to making that amazing dream come true. But building a brand doesn't always go as planned. Sometimes it feels like no matter how hard you try, you just can't get past a certain block, fix a specific problem, or take that next step on a daunting project. How do you get yourself from where you are to where you wanna be? That's when you ask Amanda. Hi, I'm Amanda Benson-Tilch of Ask Amanda a boutique consulting firm driven by passion and good ideas. I help solve everyday problems for the small business owner, from customer service to marketing to goal setting. I've never met a client I wasn't able to help because if I can't solve your problem myself, I'll connect you to the person who can. Are you ready to finally break through your toughest problems? Visit askamandaconsulting.com to see how I can help. Because if you ask me, you'll get a solution. Welcome back. So I am here with Jackie McDougall um, of Find Your Voice Academy, which is what I really want to um, talk to you about. But mm -hmm. she's also the owner of the 40 Thrive Group, which yes. I think is so fantastic for women over 40. Um, it's a Facebook group page. If you qualify for <laughs> women over 40, you should check her out. <laughs> check it out. There's so much great connections happening in that group, and mm. there's so much value that you were always giving in that group. Thank you. And I love the way that the that the community, which is the women, that they're always supporting each other. Mm -hmm. um, when we post something that we've got going on, yes. I think that's so great. If they don't, they get booted very quickly. Right, they do. <laughs> but you do a really good job of qualifying who's in that group mm -hmm. and then managing that group and, and all the different personalities, mm. if you will. I think it's great. Um, so I want to just talk about why I started my podcast because I know that's, you know, the subject here that we're talking about today. And a lot of it really stemmed back down to because I have something to say. 
go figure, right? I have something to say. Yes. But, and I, I wanted to be clear on what that message is. And so, you know, my whole motto is that I just want to make a difference mm-hmm. for people and in the community, in their, you know, um, with their business. And so I wanted to have an extension of a way for people to see and find value from my brand. And so that's why I started the course, but, um, it took me a little bit to get through that or started the podcast, but it took me a little bit to get through that because Mm -hmm. what helped me was your actual course that, that we kind of mentioned before, but let's talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. Can you tell me, I know in the beginning you talked about, you didn't really have a strategy for what the course would look like, but now it's an actual course. Right. Yes. So tell me, tell us all like a little bit about what that is. Okay. (laughs) So first of all, you need to get your voice out there because you've been helping people and um, one-on-one and, and yeah. in the community and I think it's really key for you to broaden your message because the cool thing about you is you don't have to hire Amanda necessarily to get these incredible tips so much value you have such a great point of view and so for you to have this video show and, and podcast will help others outside of the community and also people inside yeah. the community who are thinking like do I want to hire Amanda? And then they hear an episode and they're like, of course I do. Right. See, like, see this is crazy. why you should take a course. You see, now, th- now everybody's going to have a podcast because this is how good she is. Yeah, no. okay, sign me up. Yeah, no, but, I think but, it's, right. but I think it's really important to put you're that right. out there because mm-hmm. you you give free advice and content and value just by existing. Oh, like every you, day. I see, I've you. seen it. Yeah. And so for you to have this medium to get it out there, I think is really right. important. Thank you. But that's what I learned through like, so how was I going to do that? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, how was I going to put it all together? Right. Um, that has was my biggest fear of not starting a podcast right. or like when people would tell me you should start a podcast or do... I was like, ugh, because I couldn't think of how to do it all. I right. couldn't, I didn't know what were the steps until I went through your course. Mm. Um, so just give people a little bit of insight about, because um, there's different modules that yes. we go through. Yes. And then in each module is like different lessons mm-hmm. that were incredibly value, oh, valuable you. to me trying to map out how all of this was going to look. So um, like just for example, like dialing di- dialing in on who your ideal listener was or is. Yeah. Who is your ideal listener? So it's what's interesting is so you took first the the free mini course. Yes. And that used to be module one. And I oh, discovered right. that people were coming into Find Your Voice Academy and they weren't completing it. And that's I don't want people's money just for we right, talk about right. this, right? I don't want you to just yeah. pay me and then not do the work. Right. And so when you take the free mini course, you really dial down on ideal listener, your message, your gifts, yeah. your special sauce. Right. You know. And I think that's really important to do in advance. Yeah. Because then if you feel empowered and you're like, Yeah, this is something I want to do, right. great. Now I'll take your money. <laughs> right. Yeah. And now let's get you through the rest of it. Exactly. One of the things that I love is that um, when dialing down uh, who the ideal listener was for me is that you actually had me build out, like, uh, which I talk about a lot with my clients, who's your target audience? So mm-hmm. your ideal listener. But who is your, your um, like a buyer persona, basically? So right. who's your, you have to actually me build out who is that person, a that person. character? Yes. And um, I just mentioned this the other day on an interview that I did. It was so funny. And and then I described who my ideal listener was, and it actually is one of my clients. Mm-hmm. And then she chimed in. She's like, oh, my God, I love your ideal listener. <laughs> to the Facebook feed. It was so funny. But my ideal listener, her name is Carol. Uh-huh. She's between, like, 25 and, like, 45 or 50. She's mm-hmm. got kids. She has this passion for her business. And... 
uh, but she can't do it all. Like literally, you know, she goes to Starbucks too many times a week or a day. It literally should be a line item of her budget, but she refuses to like, I mean, Admit I di it. yeah, I dialed it in exactly who my yeah. ideal client is, which I all think you guys, sh everybody should do that when you're trying to map out a marketing strategy. But this is a marketing strategy. This is part of it. Like, who's my right. listener? And I well, love that you did that. Yeah, there there are a lot of people who are doing this. So this this exercise in itself. No, is there's not... a lot of people who are teaching it. There's not a lot of people who are doing that, it. Okay, that's a great point. But but the, there's a reason that people are teaching it. And mm -hmm. I and I flip it. Well, I, I dive in a little bit more. So even you say the range. I would say, how old is she? She exactly. She's a person. Yeah, yeah. And so I've actually had yeah. students go to the internet find a picture of a random stranger who right. may fit that person that they described <laughs> yeah. and post them up on the wall. That's it, yeah. Because when you know who your, and what I call dream listener is, mm -hmm. or, or for your business, your ideal customer, or, or however you want to phrase it, I think it's really important because when you're building a podcast, you're going to get a lot of people who are reaching out to you and saying, Amanda, I want to be on your show. Right. You yeah. can think about Carol. Right. Number one, Carol. Would this bring value to Carol? Yeah, would this guest bring value to yes, Carol? Yes, yeah. because this show right. was created right. to bring value to Carol. Yeah. And so now this person wants to be on your show who has nothing to do with any of what you're doing. Right. But maybe they're going to bring in a lot of eyeballs or a lot of um, listeners. or And so sometimes we kind of get off track because uh, yeah. something seems shiny. Yeah. So like you know how people create their vision boards mm -hmm. to like sum up what they want their goals to be for the future, like right. the next year? Yep. You, like our ideal client should actually be like a vision board in yes, a way. Yeah, yes, yes. I agree. And so really understanding like what are the pain points? Like yeah. where does she commute to work where she's going to listen to your podcast or yeah. is she on YouTube where she'll watch the video? Like right. what does she need to build her business? I mean, obviously you work with business owners. Yeah. And so what kind of business does she have? What is she struggling with? Yeah. You know, what, well, what has 2020 like done? Because I didn't go that deep, Jackie. <laughs> well, there's always <laughs> time. Building it but, up. but there's it's always funny, time. I can go back. It's funny that you yeah. say that because this mm -hmm. is not set in stone. It's not right. then. We don't like... Right. Just put it and that's it. You should revisit it, I yeah. think, every six months. No, actually, that's a good idea because your buyer does change. So that is yes. something that I pitch to people too. Yes. Because what you sell or your service grows and change. Mm -hmm. Mine certainly did. I mean, I, I'm the services that I offered when I started my business three and a half years ago are not the same that I do right. today. Exactly. So that's a very good point. So why that, would you hold yourself to the same yeah. person when they've changed? That's right. And your podcast can grow. I mean, yes. you know, the, like as yours did, you started out doing pop culture with a, with a co-host and right. now you're doing, you know, you're adding value alone, solo, basically, interviewing right. guests for like self-improvement. Right. And, um, which I think is so incredible of how you've transitioned that. And I mean, I listen to your podcast when I go on my walks every morning. Um, but that is true. Like, where do you, where does your client listen? You right. Know? So, right. Well, I want to also, if you don't mind, let's just talk a little bit about how, you know, how do you market your podcast to that community that you've mm. built? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you get them to now, so you've built this community, how do you now tell them without selling to them, like, you know, that you have this podcast and you'll, you'll. I promise that you'll get value from it. Like how, what's, what tip can you give us? That? Yeah, I think really understanding what they need, um, mm -hmm. first and foremost. So in my group, I ask, a, a, I, I create a lot of polls. Right. I right. ask like, what yeah. are you struggling with? I ask, you know, if I create. But you give suggestions too. So yes. That, so and then people add to them. you must have an idea a little bit. Okay. okay. Well, I know for, for women over 40, mm -hmm. there's a lot of work, wealth, and wellness, as I say. Yeah, so yeah. those are the, those are the challenges, so right? True. Aging yeah. out, um, catching up on 401ks, or do they have life insurance? I mean, right. there's some of that stuff that's pretty dry. I try to, but there's also like, 
you know, perimenopause or yeah, yeah. Um, losing weight. Your mental or health or the your, right. are you an empty nester? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I ask a lot of questions. Okay. And I think, I mean, that is the best way for me. And I think that's the best way for most people mm -hmm. is don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, yeah. we're, we live in a time where everybody wants to know they want to put themselves out there as an expert yeah. and, and act like they know everything. Yeah. But post something on, on Facebook or in a Facebook group that is about you and and then post something that's about the person you're serving. Okay. And okay. see the difference. Yeah. Because when you ask a question, you ask somebody to share a, their opinion. Yeah. There no, there's no yeah. <laughs> lack of that. And I think it's interesting too because it depends on who your community is. Yes. I mean, I feel like there's certain times that you'll get more engagement, you know, for certain things. But so you're saying that the best way to market to your audience once you've built this community is to like just in engage with them with questions? Well, I ask gonna... them questions first and then I create content that answers okay. those questions. Okay. So then and then I go back got it. and I say, hey, you, this question was important to you and I got some answers. Yeah. And so I do try a variety of ways to actually market the podcast. The one way that I will tell you that doesn't necessarily work is, hey, new podcast. I talk with this person because there's no connection, right? Right. It's just right. like that's self-promotion. Yeah, 100%. and that's where a lot of women struggle anyway. Yeah. I'm here to tell you, you don't have to do self-promotion because it doesn't really work yeah. anyway. What happened in that episode Podcast. Okay. that serves that audience? Right. Right. You know. So take away the the top, you know, conversation that we were talking yes. about and promote that. And yes. this is why you want to listen. Right. Yeah. Okay. You know, I asked this question. Yeah. Wow, the answer surprised me. Or um, you asked this question as my community and right. I went and got it. And if you're sort of the facilitator who's connecting the audience with the guest, yeah. if you have a guest, mm -hmm. then the audience is much more interested. When you're like, look at me as the expert. I mean, this is just my stuff anyway. No, yeah, I know. But people I know. aren't yeah. necessarily as responsive. Yeah. Um, and you're so real with your social and with your, you know, you put it out there and you always come from a place of service. Yeah. So I would, for you, I would just do what you're already doing. Right. Okay. Because well, you're, because yeah. this is meant to serve your audience. Yeah. This isn't just a, a fun little conversation. It's fun for me. It's fun but. for me too. I know. And there's not mimosas in here. There's really not sure at all. Not. <laughs> no, sure. I'm just kidding. Sure no. <laughs> no, but I mean, we could do this all day long, yes. truthfully. But no, but I think that's a really good tip as far as how to, because I think that's another fear that people have when they're mm -hmm. thinking about starting their podcast or their new show is how do I market it? What do I do? Um, that's why I wanted to start this conversation off with, with, how you built your community yeah. first. And, and email's always going to be yeah. first and foremost as far as like algorithms yeah. on Facebook and algorithms on Instagram and new, you know, TikTok yeah. is coming and going and it's always changing. Yeah. Email is always the best way yeah. to reach them. So, so, and then being able to just market to your, I mean, those are your actual followers anyway. So I'm yeah, a big if somebody fan signed of up email list. For your email, yes. they've committed yeah. on a, on a deeper level than yeah. somebody who's following you on and Instagram. And they want to hear more from you. Yes. So yes. marketing to them, I think is yes. really great. Well, I love that. Um, I know that we are going to pause for a minute if that's okay, mm -hmm. because I want to, um, still come back and talk to you about a couple a couple other like great awesome. topics that like audiograms and maybe a few tips around monetization if you yes. don't mind. Okay. So we come back and talk about that. But before we jump to our next sponsor, I just want to talk to you um, about one of the I have to give a shout out to one of my other great businesses in the community that I love to support and it's dolled up fashions. If you guys haven't been there, I'm actually wearing <laughs> something from them, but I feel like on any given day of the week, I'm wearing one thing from them because that's how much I visit them and support them. But their prices are so great. 
they're just a trendy little shop um, for women and young girls clothing located on Wayne's Mill Place. Their information is going to be my show notes. But um, they wanted me to give my community a gift. They're offering 20% off of any one-time purchase when you go in there. So just go visit them. They're the cutest girls ever, and they have all kinds of cute stuff. They do jewelry. They do sunglasses and shoes and little gifty items. So just go stop by and see them, especially, you know, I don't know. I'm going. Yeah, why why don't you want cute clothes? (laughs) Anyways, we'll be right back. Marketing isn't just about designing the right ad or creating the right slogan. It's about finding the right audience to engage with your ad. Capturing the attention of the right person is all it takes to make a client for life in today's digital world. Easier said than done, right? What if you knew where your audience was already spending their time? Schlick Art Video Podcasts provide a platform for local influencers to share their voices with key communities here in Santa Clarita. That means audience members know, like, and trust the recommendations of their hosts. That's why sponsoring a Schlick Art Video Podcast is a great solution for your business. You get the benefit of a built-in audience, and most importantly, you walk away with a fully produced video commercial for your business that you can use however you like. Are you ready to reach your audience where they want to be found? Call Lindsay at Schlick Art at 661-313-3907 to inquire about becoming a sponsor for your favorite Schlick Art video podcast, because it's time to join the conversation. So welcome back. I'm here with Jackie McDougall of Find Your Voice Academy, 40 Thrive <laughs> Women Group. I feel like I can list things on and on. Right. But um, I want to have you share a little bit more about sponsorships mm. and um, if there's like other ways to monetize a show outside of sponsorships. Because right. I know you have all kinds of tips that are in the course that yes. you actually really detailed describe and give examples, which I thought was so helpful. Like she actually provides real links and things in her course, but maybe just with the audience today, if you could share a couple of those tips about sponsorships, how to get them, um, maybe what you can offer, and then and I can share with you guys what I've done if you want, and then also if you can, just what other ways that we can monetize. Okay, sure. So for me, marketing and monetization is so important in the course yeah. because I can teach you how to launch a podcast and then you've created this content. You have no idea how to get it out there. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> who's going to support it? What do we do? Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. think it's, it's those to me are two of the most important modules. And so sponsorships, when it comes to what you're doing is brilliant, right? Because you mm-hmm. speak mostly to a local community. Right. And right. when you do that, you can reach out to local businesses right. because there's a high chance that your audience is local yeah. and, and that they can actually support these yeah. businesses. Yeah, and that's actually my goal. That is what I want to do because I'm a big fan of, you know, if it grows past that, then it does, but I'm a big fan of supporting, you know, my community here where yes. I live and where my business is and I want to support them as they support me. Exactly. Yeah. And so yeah. you can get a premium for a sponsorship because you know that the people who are listening are locals. You yeah. know that they need a dry cleaner. You know that they need, uh, you know, other services. Yeah. You know yeah. that they need this. And yeah. so it's a no-brainer for a local business to come and sponsor the show. I'm just saying, it's it's a no-brainer. No, and I thank you for that. The other thing that I'm trying to do too is I'm only trying to have sponsorships, um, and I don't mean to like exclude people, but of services that I've actually used myself. Mm, I love that. Because I feel like I can speak better to them once I've gone through it, and I could help influence, you know, act as an influence, if you will, Mm -hmm. for them, because, or I'm a better testimonial. So like, I try to just have people sponsoring the show of services that I, or businesses that I have used. I feel right. like that's also, 
something that, I don't yeah. know, is crucial to sponsorship. Well, I think it's really important um, for your show because you your brand yeah. is, you know, is personal. Yeah. And so yeah. if you're out there just saying anything and you have no idea and yeah. someone walks in and says, really, Amanda recommended yeah, this? Yeah, like, this product sucks. It I'm might like, be a little oh, wait, different. I didn't really mean it. But, no, <laughs> but no, then yeah, that yeah. being said, there are plenty of podcasts who have sponsorships because, you know, there are specific uh, national brands mm -hmm. who like to advertise on podcasts. Yeah, on that medium. Right. Yeah. So, uh, But if you have a national show, so I have, I have a show that is I think it has been heard in 107 countries. So crazy. It's crazy, right? Yeah. So my sponsorships aren't necessarily going to be local businesses. Right, Because right. why would you, I, I wouldn't recommend them. You're limiting in, yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't want to take money from a, a, a local shop who isn't necessarily going to get that business. Right, Because I want right. them to see an ROI. Yeah. So sponsorship, though, is really funny because when people start a podcast and they're like, and then I'll get sponsors and then I'll make lots and lots of money. Yeah. But there's a CPM model, which is cost per mile Latin, cost per thousand. Cost and per so thousand, okay. And so it's about $25 on average. Okay. And so if you have a thousand listeners, which is a respectable amount, you're getting $25 from an advertiser. Like, okay. who, who wants that, right? Right. That being said, there are other ways to monetize your show that can okay. be quite lucrative with that same thousand dollars the thousand listeners okay and so one of them is products and services right so do you have a course you know do you have like me personally yeah like okay. you personally mm -hmm. you could sponsor your own show right like one of your breaks could be you know that you have a new um, marketing initiative that you're working right. on or offering right. or yeah. something you yeah. know and, and the so your strategies or something exactly yeah. Got exactly it. like mm -hmm. you want strategy for 2021 you know yeah. it's you get 90 minutes and it's this much or whatever right. it is so right. that would be easy and you'd probably do really really well with that um, so I think products and services are really key, okay. especially if your products and services are aligned with your show itself. Right. Which hopefully it does. Right. In, in a way, unless, again, you're just doing pop culture or whatever, you're just doing a podcast for right. fun. Right. Like a passion project. Right. But if it's actually meant to be a business or yes. support your business, yes. this is one way that you could also make money yes. outside of a sponsorship. Yes. Okay. And also, what are a few others? There, there are, like if you have a niche podcast, so okay. let's just say um, you make mugs. <laughs> and all of your listeners are also people who make mugs. I mean, that's like pretty niche, right? Right, right, for <laughs> but, sure. But yeah. there's a product or a, out there that all mug makers need. Yeah. Then yeah. you should absolutely reach out to them for a sponsorship. Right. They're not going to do a cost per thousand model because you have a bunch of mug makers yeah. <laughs> listening yeah, to your I get show. That. Yeah. And so really understand who your listener is. Okay. And then the other thing I always say is like, walk through your day with a notebook. What are the products and services you cannot live without right, that right. you can speak to? And then you can reach out to those brands. Everybody has, you know, a contact page or whatever, um, but you can speak to those brands. But I'm a huge fan of affiliate relationships. Okay. Okay. So I, I love this because I'm new to this. Yes. And I love that you actually explained it to me a little bit for like de in detail what that meant. Right. So explain that, what affiliate program means to yeah. your audience. So an affiliate basically is if you, you have a special link and if you provide that link, um, to your audience, you make a cut on every sale. So okay. let's just say um, I, back to the mug, right? I love the people who make this mug. Mm -hmm. I Everybody loves my 40 Thrive mug. Right. They, they want to buy, buy their 40 these, Thrive mug. Yeah. But you may also want to buy your own mugs. Mm -hmm. And so the person who, who made those mugs, I may have an affiliate link and I send you to them. Right. So I do affiliates in two different ways. Okay. Number one, products and services that I love. Okay. There's like workout clothes that yes. I swear by. Like, I'm, like things that you use. Yeah. I'm a, okay. I'm a curvy girl over 40 mm -hmm. and I, you know, I have this yeah. podcast. And so I have a specific brand okay. of workout clothes that I love that don't roll down. Oh, 
I need that link, actually. They don't. <laughs> yes. Yeah, love right? this. And so I I'll this. talk about that. Okay. And then if anybody goes over, I make money because okay. I love it so much. Yes. Or like my Vitamix. I'm a Vitamix right. Um, right. affiliate because I love it. Yeah. I love it. The kids make shakes and I make, yeah. and I'm not making money, any money off. But this is some of the stuff. Yeah. But also, when I interview somebody on my podcast, if I'm impressed by them, okay. I love what they're doing, I think they have massive value, uh -huh. I will then ask them at the end of the recording, do you have an affiliate program? Okay. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. I don't ask everyone. Okay. I ask, so you'll hear my podcast. I won't necessarily, I may promote that person mm -hmm. on the podcast, but not with an affiliate link. Okay. Because okay. that's what I do as a value for that person coming on. Right. But if I think like, oh, th this is, this Especially is. Especially if your audience that like your, your, your group and your community and your audience would really benefit from exactly. them. Yeah. So exactly. then you would push the affiliate link a little bit more. Like exactly. that's a way to, okay. You know, I could, I could talk yeah. about it on the podcast. I could um, send the link in my email. Right. You know, to my email right. subscribers. When you launch the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. I love and like, it. And, and promote show notes, that. Whatever in the else. show notes. Okay. Also go into my, you know, my group. Right. And share it in a special post. Yeah. And just because I believe in what they're saying, I think it's really important, and you're already doing it, to believe in that. Yeah. Before you, you don't become an affiliate for products and services that you're just trying to make money because yeah. you think people will buy it. And I think people will recognize that it's not authentic and yes. then they'll fall flat and be like, oh, yes. she's just doing that to, you know, fund the project or whatever. And, right. you know, there, there's an aspect of that that's crucial. But yeah, I think to be genuine about it, it's got to be something that you believe in and get totally. behind and yeah. use. And well, then there's, there's one other monetization model yeah, that a lot of people use successfully. Um, is just like a, a crowdfunding That's what thing. I was going to ask about yeah. oh. pa Patreon. Patreon yeah, is one of the that. websites where basically like, so you have this awesome video show and mm -hmm. podcast, like maybe you take questions from the audience. So maybe you, if you add a little bit of value mm -hmm. for audi audience members who pay you, I don't know, there's a $5 level and a $10 level and maybe a $25 level. Right. And they get added bonus or added benefit from you. Mm -hmm. um, the, that's very successful for a lot of shows, okay. especially service-based shows okay. where the people who are listening to you already are likely business owners. Right. Um, now you're saying like one time a month, I'll jump on a Zoom call with you for my $25 people. Okay. And you could make, okay. you could make thousands of dollars that way. Right. I mean, it all depends. Yeah. Um, you know. Hold on. I write that down. <laughs> but it no, all depends. Like understanding what your audience needs right. is so key when you crowdfund. Well, and you mentioned this in the course too about the, the crowdfunding. And I think that that was helpful, but I still did. I had to like do more homework because I wasn't sure how that would work for me, mm. you know, yeah. but, but that is what is good about your actual program is that people, it's custom, like everything that you teach in there might not be something for every single person that's right. doing a podcast, you know, because if you're not doing it for a business and you're just doing it for fun, right. then some of those things don't matter to you. Yeah. But man, if you are doing it for a business, you have such valuable things that you offer like Patreon, like you literally give, um, another thing that you mentioned, which is a little bit different. But like just audiograms, like how, again, going oh, back yeah. to how to market it. Right. I didn't even know what an audiogram was and I had to like look it up and it's basically like a little square, you know, version of your podcast where. Yeah, it's a still image. Still image. But then it has the audio playing and yeah. you can see that the audio is playing with, you know, the. Yeah, the, the video, the, the heartbeat. Radio there. Yeah. Whatever the you heartbeat. call it. I got the heartbeat. And yeah. I also, I, I always add the words because mm -hmm. on Instagram people are scrolling by yeah. and if they like maybe stop and they see a few words and they're like, oh, that's valuable, yeah. then they'll play it. Right. But. Uh, which you know, I do all the time. ADHD and like, in yeah. The, in the well, what is that person saying? <laughs> I like her glasses. What is she saying? Then I'll listen yeah, to it. And yeah, then, but, but we, we all have a short attention span, so you have to find them in one way right. or another, you know. But that was helpful in your course, was hearing about those things, because I really didn't understand 
outside of sponsorships how else you can monetize it. Um, but for me, I did map out some mm -hmm. of the things that I would like to do, which would be offering my own services. Mm -hmm. um, I really love the idea of the Patreon, you know, just the crowdfunding in certain different ways. Right. Because um, those people may not have the budget or the interest in hire, like maybe they're not yet at the place where they want or can hire you one-on-one. -on -one. Right. But if they get to jump on a call with you once a month, you know, for this lower rate, right. it's just as valuable, that's valuable for them at this at this time. Right, right. Is there any one of those that you've used that you felt for your audience that has been more successful versus the other? Um, I think the affiliate thing for me okay. uh, is key. Um, even just like if, if someone has a podcast or they're starting a podcast like Audible, right? Yes. Um, Audible's a pretty good one because when you mention Audible, you get $15 or when they sign up for the free trial, okay. you get $15. And that's so um, that's that's a super easy like and they, they approve everybody you know yeah sign up for that product. but I, mean, I only but here's the thing I only mention that particular affiliate when I have a guest who has a book and you can get an audio version so, so if you're smart. listening so if I say Amanda's mm -hmm. on my show and she has an audio book I say go get a, Amanda's audio book for free mm -hmm. because that's what you get with your trial right so then the, it, it's a lot more enticing right for that person to go and try audible yeah. versus you know there's just things so like smart that. Jackie yeah. so but smart. you know I, I think it's really key to create multiple streams of revenue mm -hmm. and not just focus on one so that has been the challenge for me is trying to map those out and right. figure out how that is, how that will work out for yeah. me. But it's got me thinking about my services mm -hmm. outside of, mm -hmm. and I'm like revamping my website right now, trying to get it all dialed in right. as we launch this, you know, yeah. new product. And it's a lot of testing. It That's is. the thing. Don't be afraid. That's what I was going to say is I don't really care. Like, I'm just going to try, try it. Try it. Yeah. Yeah. I do because the same thing with titles. Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. title an episode, and if I feel like it's not doing as well as the episode should be doing, mm -hmm. I'll change the title, and all of a sudden I'll have a day of like spike. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's that's so weird. Yeah. But I think that's really but good. But you got to test. I just want to say that I think that fear is a thing that holds us back a lot mm. from from launching or doing whatever it is that we want to do. But specifically the podcast, which is why I've titled this one the How and Why I've Started a Podcast. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, the one thing that I was so thankful for. In the free course that you offer, it really got me over that. I think mm. that was the goal of that free yes. course is to get you past the fear. Yes. Because what you, you know, how you did it for me was you built up my confidence mm -hmm. by having me answer all the questions that I answered, which mm -hmm. is what, what did I have to say? Who's my ideal listener? Who's my community? Which I already right. had all those things. I just never mapped it out. Right. And I'd be like, oh, now I can do this. Like, right. And then the other thing was you showed me what was to come. So you were about to teach me. Now I got that dialed in. Mm -hmm. When I signed up for your course, you were about to teach me all the other things I was afraid of because mm -hmm. I didn't understand, which right. was how to, how to monetize, how to... Um, what platforms to put it on, like all that stuff. Like, you know, so I just felt like the fear of, of all of this is like, you know, trust me, you can do it. Like, that's what I just felt like. Yeah. You, you were that voice in the back Thanks. of my head well, telling me that we could, you know, it's not that hard. After you get through the fear, it's all just tasks. Yeah. You know, getting it up on the different platforms and yeah. Apple and Spotify and whatever. Right, that, right. Those are just tasks. Which you can have a team for. Like you don't have to you take can. it all on yourself. Yeah. But it's actually something. super easy. It's, it's you know, and, and a lot of people think there's just a podcast host. You're not right. actually going and putting it on these places. Yeah. They're just taking it from your podcast host. And doing host. it for you. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's super easy to do yeah. those things. But really it's the mini course that's the hardest part. That's yeah. where um, the fear is, and if you can push through that and get super clear on that strategy in yeah. advance, like I ask questions like, 
what is going on in your life? Because don't act like you can do, like you're going to do this yeah, once do you a have month, space right? And time for it. Exactly. Yeah, once a month. And so yeah. I love that yeah. you're like, I have the space and time for once a month. Yeah. And now you're going to do a really, really great job. Yeah. And you're going to put in. it out there monthly. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are like, I'm going to do it five days a week. And it's and like, well, how's that 80 hour a right. week job? Where's it coming in? Where <laughs> yes. are you doing it? One yes. of the things that I'm doing is I'm dedicating one day a month to do, and I'm recording two episodes in one day. Perfect. So that that's where I've made time and space for it. Because yes. it's too busy otherwise. I yes. can't do it. But well, we're going to pause for uh, to hear from one of our beloved sponsors mm-hmm. to make all this possible. But when we come back, mm-hmm. you're going to find out where you can connect with Ka- um, with Jackie and all the free courses and all the things that we were talking about. And we're also going to do a fun little thing called Flip the Script. So Jackie's going to get to Ask Amanda <laughs> since this is the Ask Amanda show. She's got a couple questions for me when we get back. Marketing isn't just about designing the right ad or creating the right slogan. It's about finding the right audience to engage with your ad. Capturing the attention of the right person is all it takes to make a client for life in today's digital world. Easier said than done, right? What if you knew where your audience was already spending their time? Schlick Art Video Podcasts provide a platform for local influencers to share their voices with key communities here in Santa Clarita. That means audience members know, like, and trust the recommendations of their hosts. That's why sponsoring a Schlick Art video podcast is a great solution for your business. You get the benefit of a built-in audience, and most importantly, you walk away with a fully produced video commercial for your business that you can use however you like. Are you ready to reach your audience where they want to be found? Call Lindsay at Schlick Art at 661-313-3907 to inquire about becoming a sponsor for your favorite Schlick Art video podcast. Because it's time to join the conversation. So welcome back. We're here with Jackie McDougall and we're just getting ready to wrap up. Tell people where they can find you, connect with you, all yes. the things Jackie McDougall. Okay, you can find me on my site. I know, weird, JackieMcDougall.com. It's going to be any harder, please. That's so and easy. I know you'll put it, like you said, yeah. in the notes. So, I'll add uh, that in the show notes. there's two L's and people always mess that up. Oh, yeah. That's a very good point. Okay. Um, yeah, JackieMcDougall.com. And then if you want to join our free and private Facebook group, you can just search 40 Thrive and that'll pop up. Yeah, but you have to be qualified. So <laughs> You have you to know. be a woman over 40. Right, right. Or 40 adjacent, like I say. Like there are some <laughs> women who are, you know, 38-ish or, yeah. you know, around there who just kind of want to get a sneak peek. Yeah, so. and also maybe looking for mentors and things like that. Yeah. That could be a whole other show, I feel like. Yeah, totally. Um, well, we're going to do a fun little thing where we flip the script. Since this is the Ask Amanda show, Jackie is going to ask me a couple questions that maybe we'll you guys will find some value in and we're just going to have some fun with it. Yes. So I always see you on your Instagram Live and you yeah. are always giving these amazing tips. Um, I want to know what mistakes are people, business owners, making um, when they try to market their business? Great question. Um, a lot of people probably don't want to hear this because <laughs> they don't want to know the things they're doing wrong. Right. The number one thing I think is that they are in their own way. Mm. So they have it in their head that they can do it all, that they're going to they're gonna run their Facebook ads or they're going to run their their promotions. They're going to run that's going to plan their next party or open house. And, and it's like you, you actually can't do that if you're still running your business. Right. So you, I think that you should focus on running the business and then create a team around you that can help you with those things. So mm-hmm. being in your own way is, mm-hmm. a, is like the number one thing that a lot of people do. And you all know who I'm talking about. <laughs> um, no, that's one of the things. So I try to come in there and offer support. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I don't do all the things, but I can connect them to the person that can. Like that's kind of my right. motto is that 
Um, if I can't solve your problem, I'll connect you to the one that can. So I don't run Facebook ads, but I can help you strategize around them based on what you're trying to market. And mm -hmm. then I can connect you to the person that can run those ads for you. So right. um, I think that's probably the number one thing is just people being in their own way. Right. And now I know that a lot of those people are in their own way for, you know, maybe weeks, maybe months, maybe years. Yeah. What do you think, it, like what holds somebody back from reaching out to you and hiring you from the beginning? Uh, that's another great question. So business consultants are kind of, um, they're funny because people think that they, oh, I don't need a business consultant. Mm -hmm. I'm doing just fine, you know, but like I actually am a problem solver. That's what really started my whole business. And right. so whatever problems that somebody is having in their business, you should be asking for help with, right? Well, I'm the person that you go to and ask. Um, I'm also like the idea girl, like I can't help myself. So when I start talking to somebody and finding out, you know, diving deeper what their problems are, I then uncover maybe a few other things that they don't, they weren't sure that was a problem mm. and can really help. So maybe somebody might want to come to me about one problem they're having, but maybe they don't really want to address it as well because that can open up a whole nother can of worms for them. Okay. And that means like, oh, so if I call Amanda and ask her, you know, how do I improve on my customer service? That's going to mean I have to, you know, coach my team and put them through training and they don't want to deal with it. Mm. When truthfully, I can probably dial down, no, it's not your whole customer service. It's just this one person. So let's send her on her way. Like that would be one of my answers. No, but like, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's yes. so like, I think people don't reach out to me because they think that they're going to have to deal with the answer. But that's what I'm also here to help with. Right. So I don't want people. They're to not on their think, own when no. they get the answer. No, it's not like I go, oh, here's all your problems and here's all the answers. I literally, I mean, I do that so they have takeaways. But no, I, my goal is to help them implement and mm -hmm. solve the actual problem. So right. I hope that people kind of like can get past that and know to call me. The other thing is, um, this is interesting. So when I first launched Ask Amanda, a lot of people were like, oh, I want to work with you. What is it that you actually do? And they didn't really know, right. but they were just attracted to the new brand and all the new things I was doing. Right. And so in order for me to start answering that question, I started for a short time, all of last year, I started to record my episodes with mm -hmm. my clients, mm -hmm. my one-on-one -on -one sessions or my team building exercises or some talks that I, that I do. And by recording them and putting them out on my YouTube channel, it showed people, it gave them insight about mm -hmm. what I do and how mm -hmm. I can help them. And so that was one thing I thought like, well, that's how I can overcome it. Like, why won't they call me? Well, maybe because they're not too sure about what it is I can do or how I can help. Right. So that's one of the things that I try to right. accomplish with them too. So yeah. Have you ever met someone who is maybe thinking about hiring you or working with you and you see their brand and you, you get to know them and you realize they're sort of branding their business yeah. all wrong. Yes. What do you do? What do you mean? I see that often. <laughs> so branding is one of the things that I love to talk about. I absolutely love branding. I talk mm -hmm. about it a lot on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, I provide a lot of tips about about that. But branding is crucial because um, you know I, I've actually rebranded a couple of companies, which mm -hmm. I which I've taken on from you know the old voice uh -huh. and transitioned it into the new owners, the new voice, a new brand, or I've refreshed a brand a couple of times as well. Um, because going back to what we said in the beginning of the episode is that sometimes, you know, your your buyer persona has changed because mm -hmm. well, so, your brand has changed and mm -hmm. the service you sell has changed. So your brand should as well. Right. Um, and not all, people think that their brand is just this. 
Mm. A pretty logo. A logo. Yeah. <laughs> no, if even even if it's not you, if it's the store that they walk in, if it's the clothes or the item that you're selling, like it's all your brand. Right. And so people don't understand what actually branding is versus what marketing is. Mm -hmm. And um, so I want to co I coach people a lot on the difference of the two. Mm -hmm. And I have great examples of companies that I work with where I share that with them mm. on so that they can tangibly see what the difference is. But yes, I have met companies that don't match like the, the person doesn't match the brand. And it, and it takes me a while sometimes to explain to them what I mean, but sometimes I'm not nice about it. And I just <laughs> tell them like, you know, you know, you're very direct or you're very um, business-like, but your brand is comical and funny and, and whip, so like it, it doesn't match. Right. Or, your biz, or, or the opposite, you know, your logo and your messaging is very business-oriented, but when I meet you in person, you're very like candid and like, so you should try to combine the two and make them a little bit more unison because then right. you'll, you become more authentic. Right. What is the, what's the number one thing? Know, like, and trust you. So if your brand message isn't the same as what, who you are, then that's going to be a conflict. Right. So and then how, how do you, sorry, I'm, I'm just going to ask no, you five I don't care. questions. No, I don't It's okay. <laughs> this is, cut all the other stuff. Right. Just do this. No. So, so how do you ask people, how do you find out what their essence is, like who they are, and, and as far as to really understand what kind of brand to put out there and how to market them? It's a great question. So um, ironically, I ask a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. So even though my business is called Ask Amanda, I, I do a lot of, um, in the initial kind of conversation, I do a lot of question asking. But then I also, prior to probably meeting them in person, mm -hmm. is, um, so I'll do like a little, you know, phone conversation. Like mm -hmm. I call that like my little mini phone consultation where it's just free and we just talk and I get to know you. What are your problems? And I just ask a bunch of questions. Prior to then meeting them, I'm doing a ton of research online about either the service, mm -hmm. not necessarily theirs, but just their, ser their segment, if you will, mm -hmm. who they are and just kind of like how are they fitting into all of that. Mm -hmm. So when I when I do all that, I, then I can kind of determine who they are after asking all these questions. But like I look at them personally, I mean, I really kind of vet them, if you will, just to see. And then I try to encourage them and inspire them to be more of that because, or less of it if it's shitty, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> if they're rude, then I'm like, no, 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 let's not do that. Right. Or I'll find somebody else in their company that I think, and I've done this before, that I think would better represent their brand oh. and their service and their product or their messaging um, and should be the face of the brand versus the actual business owner. And I've had to convince them to, to put this person. And the problem with it is there's a lot of trust there. Well, like, well, what if they leave? And like, da da. Right. Let's just talk about the here and now. I mean, longevity is actually great, but let's get your branding and your messaging out. So right. um, I just try to inspire them. Like I, I give them, you know, the encouragement that, no, you're great. And don't worry about trying to be on camera. And don't worry about, you know, people are always like hiding behind themselves, I guess. And right. they're, again, they're in their own way. So once I get down to who they are, and if I, if I think that they really are a match to be the best one selling their brand, then I'm going to inspire them and push them. Right. And I'm going to give them baby steps. Mm. I don't want them all diving all in at once because right. then you'll, they'll start to feel like they can't swim. Right. Just baby steps to, yeah. to get out there a little bit more. I love that. Do you find that, you know, sometimes you know, you can see, I mean, I see how you work and you can see the big picture yeah. and like how things all fit. Yeah. But when you're working with somebody and their business is so personal, do you find that you sometimes are, are met with resistance yes. from that? And how do you Did deal you with that? Did you say sometimes? <laughs> I swear I thought she said sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I'm met with resistance. No, I am. Sometimes I'm actually um, met with a lot of open arms and they're like, oh my God, I'm so glad I called you. Like, this is exactly what I needed. Thank you so much. Right. And then there's sometimes that I met with resistance. Yes. Um, 
my challenge is I do see the big picture and it's hard for me not to vomit it all once at them and go like, let's go, we yeah. can do it. And I have to kind of like, I, again, I kind of baby step them a little bit. But um, when I met with resistance, I just tried to take it back to what their goal is. Mm. So remember when you talked about you're, you're trying to get your phone to ring? Mm -hmm. Well, we can't do that if if you don't do these things first, you know, and like, so, so let's, and, and if I, if they're accepting and accepting, but this, this one that I gave them, this step is a problem, I'll just take it back to, but this is how we're going to get your phone to ring, mm. you know? So I just try to keep going back to what their main goal is. And then, I don't know, we just try to overcome the resistance. There's sometimes that it doesn't work and I just kind of have to say like, I don't think I'm the right person for you, you know, and that's okay. Right. But like, maybe you need to call this person. They can right. help you instead. Um, you know, when, what can you do really, if you're met with a lot of resistance, they don't really want to be, they just want to bitch out all their problems right. versus actually solve them. Right. And, and that's fine. I can listen. You're but a I'm solution not, based. Yeah. But I'm not a, a counselor or a therapist or whatever. But what? I don't. I listen, <laughs> but I don't know. Hairdressers, that's the one. They have to listen to all that kind right. of stuff. But. but do you find that, I mean, especially in these times that businesses um, have this opportunity, some of them to innovate. Do you yeah. see a resistance to that where it's yes. like digging their heels in yes. even though 2020 has proven that business needs to look a little bit differently? Yes. I mean, that's just 100% fear-based. Mm. Um, and also, what that what, what does that fear-based mean? It means that now they have to take on a whole nother thing and their plate's already full. Right. What is that whole other thing? Like maybe I have to like take all my product in my store to Shopify and oh my God, I have to learn and build out Shopify. and. Again, I'm a, yes, that's probably the answer, but mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of a team, finding somebody that can do that for you. Right. So yes, adding it to your, your business plan or your new, your new marketing strategies for the coming year, but, mm -hmm. but we can manage it and we could do it and it's possible. Right. Like that kind of a thing. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Every problem, this is why I love what I do. Every single time a client calls me, it's a different situation. Yeah. And that's what I thrive off of. I, I thrive on trying to solve their problem like right away now. And sometimes, you know, I'll blurt it out when they're t talking to me and I have to remember to stop doing that right. because they're paying me to give them an actual written strategy. <laughs> Don't just blurt out the answers. But that's what I love, what I do. And I'm hoping that this episode was very valuable mm. to all of you guys. Um, Jackie, I would love to have you on again talking about probably a conference that maybe we could do coming mm -hmm. sometime soon because mm -hmm. I know your brand is, is building a, a lot of other great things. So awesome. thank you so much for thank being here so today. Much. You're welcome, but thank you for being here because I think it's just been great value. And um, well, we look forward to hearing more and following your podcast as well. So in all the show notes will be all the goodies. So just watch that. Thank you guys for watching the first episode of the Ask Amanda Show. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Do you have a topic you'd love to hear about? Or is there something you wanna ask Amanda? Make sure to comment below. Don't forget to like this video and subscribe to this channel so you get a notification whenever we post new videos.